this is not really important, but Please. Nino's most of Nino's scenes. So Nino owns a pizza restaurant in yeah, this movie, a pizzeria, and most of his scenes take place in front of a menu board, and it <laughs> says jalapeno poppers. And the entire time, I was just thinking about how much I would love a jalapeno popper. <laughs> oh, I love a jalapeno. <laughs> anyway, popper. Anyway, that my big takeaway on this is the jalapeno poppers are great. <laughs> Hey, it's the Music Video Podcast. Hello. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. I'm Carly. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're keeping that. (laughs) We're keeping that. (laughs) We have a guest today that is uh, enthusiastic. Um, She's one of our favorite writers and comedians and friends. She's the the queen of streaming. She is uh, one of the best sources of uh, motivational real talk on the internet. Truly my Instagram therapist. (laughs) It's Carly Heiser. Hello, it's me. It's me. Oh my gosh. This is thrilling. I'm it's thrilled. Really I'm Coming really excited. High. I'm like you. I was like talking about how I was gonna be on this podcast. I was telling. I was like, you guys, my friends have a podcast, and I'm gonna be talking about drive on it. And I'm just really excited. And I wouldn't show yeah. up. And they were like, okay, we don't have any contacts for this, so you're just gonna have to link <laughs> us later. I'm glad you're excited. <laughs> just to pass this on to everybody listening, that's if your friends haven't heard of our podcast, send them a link, subscribe, and like. It is available for free on the internet right now. The biggest favor you could do to us is talk about us to your friends. Yeah. Talk about us to your real friends. (laughs) To your real friends, not your fake friends. Yeah, so Carly said it, but we have a very special episode. We have a music video podcast movie night. Talk about Drive. We're talking about the movie Drive. It's from 2011, uh, directed by Nicholas Winding... Raffin? Riffin? Riffin? I don't know I, how to say his name. It's like Nif- Nicholas Winding Riffin. If you are listening to this, uh, please come on the podcast and correct us, and yeah. t- we will talk about whatever you want. I've never heard anyone say it out loud. I've only seen yeah. it in print. And that's that's on you, Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should be announcing his name by now. Yeah. So, there was an article. There literally, it's so funny that you just said that because I was like scrolling through. Like, I was just like reading stuff about Drive, and then I was scrolling through, and it was like how th- how Nicholas Winding Refn was almost a big deal. And I was like, Ooh. get in line, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have talked basically throughout the life of this podcast about there are certain movies. Um, in particular, we've watched the movie The Bodyguard mm-hmm. over and over oh, in quarantine. Yeah, we're like, not th- there isn't Bodyguard episode coming. Not to spoil anything for sure. But, um, it's um, gonna, yeah. And in pitching uh, our podcast to Carly, she immediately brought up the movie Drive and the music in Drive, and we came to realize that it basically contains a series of music videos. To the point that it, it almost is like a long form music video. Yeah, it's like a feature length video. Yes. No, what? So I am curious. What is everyone's relationship to the movie Drive prior to preparing for this podcast? I think our guest probably goes the deepest because I have seen a picture of her in costume. In a, in a scorpion jacket? Yes. I do have a replica of okay. the drive scorpion jacket Amazing. because I wanted to be... Well, so, okay. 
we go back to 2011 drive-ins and theaters my good friends who are also film people are like you you have to see this movie they're like they're specifically like telling me you we saw drive you have to see it you do and I was like all right I'll go see this movie and me and my dad would go (laughs) me and my dad he's like what is he like 65 or something we would go to see movies a lot and I was like oh we should see this movie drive I heard it was good and we go and we see it and my like whole like literally drive changed the way that I listen to music it changed wow. music for me wow. so I watched this movie and I was like I this I love this mo- I love this movie oh that was such a good movie and my dad's like I didn't get it we like leave <laughs> and he's like yeah I guess so they didn't really talk a whole lot I wasn't really sure about what was going on and I was like all right <laughs> all right dad awesome but I le- like I watched that movie and I and I found all of the songs and I put them on a playlist and I listened to them on repeat for like weeks on a plate, like on a playlist walking around with my iPod and it like changed the way that I listen to music. And a lot of people say that it was like drive the movie drive and the songs that were in drive sparked this new synthwave movement in music that we are experiencing now. Totally. Like it was like, that was like such a foundational movie for so many artists that it like made synthwave what it is like it started synthwave to what it is now which is like everywhere yeah i uh, so ryan had you seen the movie drive at the time of its release i also saw the movie drive in theaters i saw it by myself in theaters (laughs) this is a great first of all i just like to defend this practice that is no longer even a possibility but i love seeing movies by myself it's one of my favorite things to do i don't understand when people have a weird stigma attached to it because like what do you do in a movie theater that requires other people anyway right like you're just sitting there watching a movie that's like saying it's like sad to watch tv by yourself that's how i watch tv best and you're also even when you go to a movie theater by yourself you're not by yourself you're with everybody exactly. else who's at the movie theater like yeah. you're not really like not that that would make it like worse or whatever but like you're not ever really by yourself if you're going out in public you're just not with anyone yeah. specific yeah i would say i would understand it if maybe you like rented a whole theater just for yourself but even yeah, then that would be i would sh- be like oh that cool. would be like birthday time that would i would be, be like, like yeah. that's that sounds delightful yeah. <laughs> Any, i'm sure that watching movies is great it does like anybody it. who has been at home with like their significant other or spouse or kids for the last year trying to like teach and work and like run a school and a gym and a mm-hmm. workplace in their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet any of them would love to run a movie theater and just sit in it and watch just my best friend's wedding Some popcorn and just vibe and out. Just be there, yeah. That sounds great. But yes, I so I love seeing movies by myself. This movie seems like a perfect movie to watch by yourself in a theater to like it's go see. Also, because of the nature of the movie and of how little talking there is in it which we will get into that in a second yes we will and also (laughs) it 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 being about this like loner expert of any any possible age just like driving home alone from that being like i'm gonna i'm gonna do a job (laughs) yeah i'm gonna do a job (laughs) yeah did you feel cool driving driving home from the movies i am famously a terrible driver. Terrible driver. <laughs> terrible at one of one of the worst. Oh my God, we can one we, of the worst. we'll get into the plot of this movie in a second, but the very oh opening moments of it break down like 
logistics and maps, basically, that this is a guy who can get anywhere in L.A. and be there for five minutes and then get you anywhere else you need to be in L.A. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he's he's legitimately just, like, good at, like, knowing the roads. Yeah. Yes. And this is pre... Does this predate Uber? I think yeah, it does. Yeah, it, 2011. It, it, so it's, it, like, right before... It must be bef- like close, right before. but yeah. Yeah, so he would be... Uber was around, started in 2012? I think maybe okay. 2013 because it was we didn't have uber at school and i graduated in 2012 and we didn't have uber in college at all so yes yeah but it was like right before but yeah, yeah so he knows he, all stuff. he just he would be great at and he's great at every kind of driving sure i had never seen the feature film drive starring ryan gosling before <laughs> last night uh so this was like my introduction to this piece of cinema. Yes. You have the most immediate response then. I would love to hear. your first viewing, yeah. Yeah, right so I, yeah. We, have, we have a lot of like diverse perspectives here from someone who's went deep uh, to someone who has seen it and then saw it again recently to someone who has just seen it for the first time. Uh, my response is probably somewhere between Carly and her dad in that like... <laughs> If there was, like, this script might be two pages. Like, there might yeah. be, like, it could just be, like, a front and back page. Um, there was one scene that I made us <laughs> rewind to just examine the words that were spoken in we that scene. It wasn't um, just a rewind because it was, we watched it, we rewound it, and then Chris performed it again. Yes! <laughs> the scene was, the scene was... Um, and I guess we'll, we're maybe getting ahead of us because we're, we're we haven't like talked really about the plot yet. But like in the movie, the driver, which is the name of the character played by yes. Ryan Gosling, is like going to like avenge a wrong that happened to like an associate of his, and he is going to a um, uh, like the, a gentleman's club, the dressing room, uh, yeah, strip club, uh, yeah, uh, to like hunt down a mob boss. And in that scene, I, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me, but he walks into like a hallway and there's a woman on a phone leaning against like a, a, a wall. And he says, where's Cook? And she says, over there. And he said, or no, he says, where's Cook? She says, the dressing room. He says, where's that? And she says, it's over there. <laughs> <laughs> that is the whole scene. Yeah. That scene told us nothing. And yet it told us so much. He is so good. Like I was watching it and he, like he'll do he'll say nothing and I'm literally sitting there going Wah! like so- he doesn't say anything. <laughs> like he sits and stares and Carrie Mulligan they fucking stare at each other. Yeah, they just- and I'm literally like the like, script Having was, so many feelings. Yeah, the script was. I said the script was written by the ghost of Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> like everyone speaks in just like yes. simple declarative oh sentences, and that's it. Yes, and like the the smallest amount of words, like the one scene where uh, Benicio has a has a um, Halloween mask on, and he walks uh-huh. in and he stares at him, and he looks at the kid, and then he goes, "Spooky." <laughs> 
<laughs> and yeah. I was just like, the least amount of words. Least amount. Every time, every single moment is the least amount of words, like barely any words. They wouldn't have put words in if, I think, if. Yeah, and that, that really it makes it yeah. music video-y because yes. it, it's scored and and or like has like diegetic or non-diegetic music throughout the whole movie. Like there's yeah. never a silent moment in it. It's always scored with something. There's one montage where Ryan Gosling is in his apartment and we are hearing a song on <gasps> the score. Oh. And then he leaves <sighs> his apartment and that song is playing it's through playing. the door of yeah, the neighbors. that's cool. That's very cool. Oh. Uh, I read that. So <laughs> uh, while we're talking about there being no words in this film, uh, I, on Wikipedia, read a fact that blew my mind, which was that <laughs> Ryan Gosling and Carrie Mulligan just decided not to say like half the script. Wait, what? They just didn't say what was in. They were just like, oh, no, we don't talk in this scene. We're not going to talk. They just you can just like, do that. I guess you can. They just, just do inferred that. it and then did it with their acting and not sure. with their. Yeah, that's that's that. I mean, that, that oh, is what they Nicholas, did. But because he it, so it's a it's adapted from a novel. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's adapted from a novel, but the novel is nonlinear. No, so yeah. it's it's like there's like flashbacks and stuff, yeah. and so they like restructured it to be. And a, Nicholas Winding Refn wrote the script for it. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he. Yes. I'm sure he was just like. This is fine. <laughs> He's like, yeah. They're doing great. It's fine. We'll just keep it going. So Carly, uh, for listeners that maybe haven't watched it yet, would you just take us through narratively? Yeah. What is the plot of Drive? So it's definitely very, because um, it's pretty ethereal. Because you don't, it doesn't tell you like, this is, it's not like a heist movie. It has heist movie feelings, but it's not like, this is the plan and this is oceans 11. This is this person. And this is this person. And this is what they do. Like, it's very like, like, it's like, it is like a music video. Cause it's, it's just a snapshot of this time. It feels like, but it's basically Ryan Gosling is a stunt driver. He's a mechanic. He lives in the same building as this woman and her son. He is very, he's like very mysterious guy. He also is like, the first, I mean, the opening scene is him being the driver for this robbery. So that's when you see him. But then you also find out that he's a stunt driver and a mechanic. He lives in the same building as this woman. And he starts a relationship with this woman who's his neighbor. And I think at one point they say, like, she asks if he's moved there recently. And he says no. And she, just go, she goes, oh, you're just new here. So they're kind of like he's maybe moved, just moved there. And you can kind of also tell by his like apartment, he doesn't like really own anything. He doesn't like, stay, stay anywhere, anywhere very long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's, you kind of get the idea that he's kind of like some kind of criminal or was, but he isn't like doing, only doing crime. Like it's definitely like he's cr- kind of trying to have a normal life, but it's also like he has the skill of being a driver where you can help him. He'll help you do a crime if you want, um, if you pay him. And, um, (laughs) um, but he strikes up this relationship with this woman and you kind of get this idea that like, oh, maybe he's going to him and her and her kid or they're going to get out and they're going to have a good life and la la la. And then you find out that his, her husband gets out of jail and is a criminal, is a criminal, is involved with crime. And he's almost, it's almost like he's almost out 
with her and then he, the husband comes back the the carrie mulligan decides that she's going to go back like be back with her husband because he got out of jail but then the husband's crime comes <laughs> back around because he owes people money from when he was in prison and then he gets roped into like another more crime and the driver is like I can like the only thing he knows how to do is do this crime to try and get him out. Right. Because he is, he is also trying to get out of crime. So like, he's like, all right, I'm going to, we're going to join forces. I'm going to get him out. But then I might, I can say all of the things that happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers for drive. They do a job. Uh, That came out 10 years ago. (laughs) They do. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) They do a drive. They do a job and the job goes bad. And then it turns out, oh, and then there's like, he's like it, like his, the guy who's his boss, who's a mechanic is a dumb asshole who's in crime too. And like gets him, he wants to be like a race car driver. He can drive race cars too. And they're going to have like a race car enterprise with these like two thugs who are like, kind of like my boss has been in LA. And it turns out that the job that they had to do with Carrie Mulligan's husband standard is goes all the way back up the money goes all the way back up to the same like mob bosses that he's been that the ryan's been ryan godwin's been dealing with um so he's kind of like it's almost like he's in this cycle of crime and he like can't get out at all like there's no escaping it um but then he kills everybody <laughs> yeah so carrie mulligan's <laughs> husband's uh, carrie mulligan isaac husband oscar isaac is up his character's name is standard which is a crazy name. Yeah, there's a, a lot is made about Ryan Gosling's character not having a name, but every other character other has a name. Insane yeah, name. Yeah, they used up Nino, their like name Blanche. Budget. Nino Shannon. Uh, yeah, Brian Cranston plays a man named Shannon. Very neo noir. Very yeah, like very dramatic. Names. Oh yeah, this is Benicio. very uh, very noir. Yeah. Irene, like Irene and Benicio, and like Christina Hendricks plays like Blanche, Shanna, Blanche, Shannon, Blanche, uh, Nino. I can't remember Albert Brooks' name. Yeah, I, I don't either. Name, but he has a name too. He's named too. He's got name. Yeah, everyone's got name in that movie. Um, but throughout Drive, things are told uh, in the sort of like wet streets and like slow motion. And like um, neon signs with chasers, kind of like smeared, mm-hmm. blurry signs, and these musical montages that are cut montages of the movie played to basically full length songs. Yes. And it happens like four times. Um, Carly, do you want to walk us through uh, these? The first, the first full one is truly the opening credits. I would say. Yes. It oh, is. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, oh, huh. Yes. Okay. So the first, the first montage is, so they do, so they set up like, they basically set up like, oh, he drives for crime um, and he's very mysterious. And they're setting up that scene where you see him be a crime driver. And then they do that whole scene and it's very like tense and dramatic. Um, and then that scene ends, you, you see he is a very capable crime driver. And then it's like, it's like it's like this like most synth wave night call by kavinsky most synth wave feeling ever and it's just like drive and then it's like city like immediate like the la like lights at nighttime 
synth wave, like bam, here we are. And then they do the whole, they show you like all of LA and the highways and they show him driving and the lights and the like, it's like such a, like, yeah, it's like a little, op- their opening credits is like that as a music video for that song for Nightcall. It's like the perfect, like the perfect Nightcall. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's that thing of like, um, in, on, in traffic at night in a big city like that, anybody in their cars could be coming or going from anything. Anywhere. Yes. Yeah. And he looks so cool. You see the, you see the jacket, you see the toothpick. We get a jacket, we get a toothpick, we get a mask, we get. We also see uh, coming and going. He he passes Carrie Mulligan in that scene for the first time too. Oh, really? Right, because he goes, so, like, you see him. So you do, like, the beginning, and then you see him, but then when Kavinsky's playing, when the night call's playing, then it's, like, this is him driving in L.A. where he lives, and then you see, and then the end of it, he's coming. It's basically he's coming home. So you see him in the garage, and he passes her. Yeah. And with the and you see the shot of the jacket. You sent me, that's the shot that you sent me. You see the jacket, and then her coming. Right, and that's in the opening credits. It's yeah, yeah it's at the very last moment of it's it. Very oh. brief. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listeners of this podcast know that my um, visual comprehension is <laughs> low, um, and I don't like watching movies or anything that isn't reality television. Amazing. Um, and you, so you do pretty good. Things that are long format are hard for me to follow and especially things that have almost no dialogue with which to help me understand (laughs) what's happening but what i will say is that if the intention is for the the viewer to also not know where we're going i got that i was picking up on that because that's a mood Um, yes very mysterious it is also like they're also like what's happening you don't know neither does anyone like it's very like that's what that it, is yeah. the question that I kept asking you while we were watching this movie, which was, are we supposed to know what's no. about to happen or no. not? Yeah, it hinges on. <laughs> it, no, you're not. right. It hinges on, like it wants you, like, because when you're watching them and they're like, why aren't they saying anything? Why aren't they saying anything? Yeah, they're they're so much is happening, but they're not saying anything. Right. So it's like getting you to like little yeah. pushes, little buttons in your brain. I'd also said that this is the movie. It's so funny to me that you saw this with your dad because I had said while we were watching this that this was the movie I least wanted to see with my mom. Oh, man. Not for any, like, violence reasons, because who cares, but uh, because she would constantly be asking me who is who. Yeah. (laughs) It would always just be like, who's that? (laughs) Well, and also because this movie is just sort of unfolding. Yes. And you're finding out who knows each other and Mm -hmm. and who's doing what job and how it affects the future and things like that without that thing of like a heist movie where you get the plan in advance and you know yeah, who's and, on the team in and advance. it's like very like uh, intricate and the plot is like set and it's like dominoes and like, you, yeah, yeah, it's not um, like, yeah. Having seen it before, I was still no help with like, do they know what's happening? Cause mm-hmm. it's like, I think yeah. some of them might, <laughs> somebody's bound to, but, I don't remember. Uh, some of the, yeah, some of the moving pieces are like planned, but a lot of the plot is like, 
co- like I don't say like coincidence, but a lot of a lot of what happens is like bad luck. There's a there's a line that Albert Brooks says to Shannon. He goes, "It's not personal. It's just bad luck." Yeah, and I think that's like kind of a big theme of it too. Is that like all of these things are moving around, but it's not, and nobody's like doing it on purpose. It's just what's happening yeah. to the people who are involved. I think a fun companion to the opening credits of Drive. Um, I looked up, I had a false memory of what the video for In the Air Tonight is. So the video for In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins uh-huh. is just him singing to the camera. Yeah. But John, 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 um, John. <laughs> yeah, the song In the Air Tonight is used completely start to finish in the first episode of Miami Vice. Oh, really? Really? And it is just them driving. Really? Yeah, and everybody should really wow. watch it because it's just like Miami Vice, real, the, the, show, the show, TV show. Like the old 80s TV show, the first yeah. episode? It's the just them driving to yeah. in the air tonight? Yeah. That's and kind they're of like, epic. That's I didn't amazing. know that at all. And they are... Is um, that Are we referencing that directly with this movie? Because he's in be. basically a member's well, only and I had I had this realization. I, was, I asked Twitter, I was like, hey, does anybody know of any more homages to Drive besides Big Beast by Killer Mike, which is the one that I picked? And then I realized that Drive is the homage to all of these other things. Right. That's right. why it's so... Pit, like, so in inspirational foundational whatever foundational for so many people is because it is a direct homage to so many other things yeah i mean this has like pink neon it has it's a totally different city not that i would ever know um <laughs> but miami yeah, and LA, yeah they are just <laughs> i, almost, I truly almost just asked you where miami vice was located <laughs> right yeah <laughs> and after i thought that in my head i was like i bet it's miami it is i yeah. bet it's miami but it would but I wouldn't put it past him to not be in Miami because it's like saying right. that someplace has the vices of Miami. Mm. Right. If, if Miami there was Vice like a Miami we're not, Vice, we're not in Miami anymore. Uh, Miami Vice, uh, uh, Philadelphia, Palm Beach. Yeah. Miami Vice. Isn't there a Miami? There's like a Midwest Miami, isn't there? There's like mid Miami, well, Idaho, or something. There's there's Miami University. Uh, of Ohio. That's yep. That's what I was thinking. Which I had <laughs> friends that went there and they would be fucking pissed if we call it like Miami, Ohio or whatever, because apparently it like came before Miami, mm. the city, mm. Miami. If you went Drama. to Miami university, if you're from Miami, the college and you're listening to this, I need you. I need you to know that nobody cares. Like I deeply <laughs> need you to know that nobody deeply. cares about where you to college. Like it is deeply. very unimportant to deeply. every other person in the world. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, so next in the movie, uh, Irene played by Carrie Mulligan and driver. Yes. Is that what we're calling him? Ryan driver. Gosling. That's the, the driver. The, call driver. Him the driver. The driver. Driver. Um, they're becoming closer and her car has broken down mm-hmm. and, at coincidentally, because this movie has five characters, yeah, it, at the garage that he works with Brian no, Cranston. So I don't think it was coincidentally. He, she asks him what he does, and he says, "I work as a mechanic." Or no, he says, "I drive for the movies," and then he says, "But that's only part time. I'm a mechanic." And she goes, "Oh, where?" He goes, "A place on such and such street." And she goes, "Oh, okay." And then a couple of days later, he's working, and she has her car towed there. On purpose. Got it. Yeah, to see him. Smart. 
and she's smiling the whole time and he's like yeah i did not understand any of that happening at all i've seen the movie so many times and i am sure because it was a tow truck that brings the car yeah and so then they have because he drives her home they have a day where they go on like a date to like a creek and also to this like reservoir that is from the drag race in Greece, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Is that intentional? Do like is he showing her the place from Greece when they go there? Because he says like, "Do you want to see something cool?" And then so they go. That, I imagine that is because that's the that's the canal. That's like the canal. Yeah, yeah. The I feel like if you I don't dr- know what it's called. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the canal that like yeah. is in so many movies. I feel like if you drove in movies, that would be a cool thing to show people. That's, it's like, that's exactly remember what I this think it, from movies. Yeah, he's like, do you want to see something? And yeah. then he shows her the thing from movies yeah. and how he's just driving it. They're just driving in there like freely, like having yeah. fun. And like, and then there's another spot. It's like this little wild, it looks like a little creek and like wildlife thing that he like, they get out and they go and they're, yeah. they're having fun. Yeah, it's cute. They skip rocks. They sit on a tree. It's funny because it's a little like romantic and like Nicholas yeah. Sparksy looking and it's yeah. in the most intense movie. <laughs> well, and it's funny too, because like even in that scene, and I was noticing this too, even in that scene, it's like kind of like cute and sparkly and romantic, but there's also like garbage everywhere. Like if you yeah. look like in the, like where they are, it's like they're making this like romantic moment, but there's still like garbage and shit. And, like, fucking, yeah. like, but they're like making the best of like, the like moment that they have together which i think is cute and i don't want anyone to feel shame about their bodies in 2021 (laughs) of course not but watching ryan gosling from 2011 where we talked about he wears this like silk quilted like bomber jacket with a scorpion on the back for a lot of his jobs but in his Regular life in the movie, sometimes he wears a denim jacket as if it's a shirt. And it's like a tight denim jacket that he wears all the way buttoned up as if it's like an Oxford shirt. (laughs) He has a Henley on under it all the time because he's got that working man Bruce Springsteen Henley on under it all the time. For this scene I wrote, Ryan is wearing a filthy Henley shirt with tight sleeves. Um, And it's one of those things where it was just like, how how dare you? How how doth you? Dare you? Yeah, I ate chicken fingers last night. Like, <laughs> yeah, I had that exact same thought. I was just like, "Look at how insane he looks!" <laughs> like he was like walking through the hallway with his like muscles and like his like his, this shirt that's yeah stained and greasy and like gr- like the shirt is just like barely there. And I'm just like, how- and he just goes on a date, just You're wears insane it on a date. Insane looking. You look insane. Like, and she's, like, wearing, like, she's also just wearing, like, her, like, clothes. Like, nobody's, like, they're very, like, yeah people, like, wearing clothes, like, and so hot. I bet a lot of people mistakenly got the haircut that Carrie Mulligan has in this movie, which is just, like, uh, long hair that's been cut short. So that, makes this sense. Is, that was literally the haircut the lady gave me when I first cu- chopped all my hair off. That haircut <laughs> was the, because she was like, mm, we're not going to go so short because it might freak you out. And then she gave me Carrie Mulligan's haircut from drive. And I was like, <laughs> I guess this is okay. And then I chopped it all off. But. Yeah. Wait, so what song are they playing at the Reservoir thing? Is that Under Your Spell or is that a real hero? That's a real hero. That's real hero. And okay. that to me, in they my... play that twice, right? They play they that do. at That's the, the end first one, too. and then there's a reprise. Yeah, exactly. 
And in I, my memory, it was played like 10 times in the movie. I thought it was just a real hero played every single time. Real human. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's throughout the whole movie, but it's only the two times. That song was not written for this movie, which is insane. I, I fully thought that that they was. They just found it? They, they just, just found it. It was like very recent. It was. It came out in 2010. And so like it must have happened like during the filming of this movie. But I'm looking at the single cover for it, and the single cover is styled like it is from yeah. the soundtrack of Drive. So maybe it was only ever like released on the soundtrack. Like it might not be on an album other than the soundtrack. Yeah, Drive. maybe. I don't. I you know if I had if I had some kind of device that had all the world's information <laughs> yeah. like on it, maybe yeah, I could fun, find that out. All of I every fun fact that's ever. Been, I don't know. I go. would maybe take that seriously. If I, if I was like hosting a podcast about this, <laughs> maybe then I would need to know that information. But for now, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I don't know. Seems like, like a mystery. Look to me. it up for yourself. I can't, I'm not responsible for Somebody you. Somebody knows and they're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think my favorite like intact video from this is the opening credits, but my favorite musical moment is next. And that's yes. for, it's for under your spell. Yes. Yeah. By desire. Yes. And so driver is like in his apartment and he's fixing something for a car. Yes. He has like a, a, a hardware piece that he, he has a ring light that he's yeah. studying. And also how dare to, 2011 Ryan Gosling have a ring light. It's like, not. No, it's not a ring light. It's like a. It's like it's a like microscope a, light. It's like a zoom in, like mechanic. Yeah, it's light. like when people like paint Crash. action figures. Yes, yes. Uh, it's that. Yeah, but it is illuminated in a circle. Yes, it is. I guess yes, it is a ring of light, but it it's not a like a. Yeah. It's not a ring light in the sense of like he's going to like be doing a TikTok dance. Yeah, like yeah he's, there's a magnifying. I was like, he doesn't there. need it. He's yeah, looking at, he's looking through the magnifying glass and doing his work. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of like the the light that like Steve Carell in Forty Year Old Virgin has when he's like mm-hmm. painting, right? Yeah, yeah, figurines and whatnot. And in fact, that's what I thought he was doing. I was like, I would oh, he's love an action for figure. Him. Yeah, he's a he's one of those action figures. That would girls. be really funny. Um, but we're hearing that song on the soundtrack, and yes. this scene yes. is like that's, this is what we were talking about, which is like. And next door is the party. The par- yeah. This is playing at the a party. The welcome home party for, for Stanner, the husband. Played by Oscar Isaac. There. Is this Oscar Isaac's? Is it's got to be one of the first. This has to be one of the first. <clears throat> one of the first, like, Oscar Isaac movies? moments? It has to be, because this is before... Um... Ex Machina. It yeah. is. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely before Ex Machina. And Sucker Punch was, like, early on for Oscar Yeah, Isaac. so he's had a few, but... But I think this is before all of those. This is an, one one of a good handful of come up movies where yeah. he he was like doing acting. He's good acting at acting good. He's a great actor. I love Oscar Isaac. Um, this scene has a really like focused moment of Driver putting on the scorpion jacket. Yes, like really like putting on his uniform. Yes, going yeah. to work. It's I mean it's an iconic jacket. It's one of the best like movie costumes ever. But it's hilarious how like ostentatious it is for someone who doesn't want to attract any attention yeah well and that's the thing that's the funny thing too is that it's almost like all of the things that make him the driver are are a costume for him and not like and when you if you notice like he takes those things off when he's with her a lot 
Like yeah. he doesn't have his jacket on a whole lot when he's with her. And even after like they're hanging out, he like, he like wraps Benicio in it, but leaves it on the bed when he's like, when he's yeah. standing with her and she brings it back to him. So do we think him wrapping Benicio in it is like this? No one gets hurt when they're wearing this. Yeah. Like it's kind of like I could take, I I'll protect you. I'll take care of you. Like that's some, that's like another line. He says, I could look out for you. So he's trying, but there's a scorpion on the jacket, you know, yeah. like, it's like he's trying to turn this like superpower of being so brutal into like protection. And I don't, and like it doesn't really translate at the end, I think, is he's like, he has this like jacket and this persona, and maybe he could use it to protect her, but it, it doesn't end up protecting anybody. It ends up getting everybody hurt or killed. So it's like an interesting way, like they use the jacket in all so of the scenes. They reference the scorpion and the frog. Yeah. As like a story in that. And obviously the scorpion is like a reference to that. The scorpion's yes. like a he tricks tricks people into getting him to safety. Right. And then he kills Well no, them. in the story, the scorpion and the frog both die. Oh. Because they he just is a scorpion. He doesn't know any better. He just is harmful by nature is like the story where it's like, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, Why yeah, would yeah, you yeah. like, they're swimming. Cause the story of the scorpion to the frog is the scorpion says, Hey, if I get on your back, can you take me across? The frog's like, I don't trust you. You're a scorpion. The scorpion's like, come on, I'll get on your back. You, you swim across. Trust me. They swim halfway through. And then halfway through the river, the scorpion sings the frog and the frog's like, well, great. Now we're both going to die. And the scorpion goes like, sorry, I'm a scorpion. Like, <laughs> so like the, the lesson is like, and then there's a, there's another allusion to like what the nature of people and what people look like. And there's a, another illusion that Ryan Gosling or that the movie makes Ryan Gosling is sitting watching cartoons with Benicio Mm -hmm. and Benicio. And then Ryan Gosling goes, Oh, is he the bad guy? He's referencing like a shark, a cartoon shark that's on the screen. Yeah. He goes, yeah, look at him. He's a shark. He goes, Oh, are there no good sharks? And Benicio is like, well, look at him. He looks like the bad guy. And he kind of like, and he doesn't see anything else. And it's kind of like, that's a, that's a big thing in the movie too. It's like, who's, who is bad and what makes a person bad. And like, am I a bad guy I think is something that he like he does bad things but is he a bad guy right I don't know I I need to talk to you after I watch every movie (laughs) (laughs) really like illuminating (laughs) themes for me well I was gonna say Ryan Gosling like the driver isn't the scorpion in this situation of the movie to me so I think it's weird there's a scorpion on his jacket he seems like the frog. To you, he's not the scorpion. Right. Because you're coming at it from the scorpion's perspective. He's the main character. But we don't know his whole life. Like this, we're coming in at a moment where he knows how to do all this shit. And he's a credit, he's an incredibly I, brutal person. I guess. That's yeah. true. Remember the part where he slaps Christina Hendricks across the face and then grabs her mouth and, and points at her? Yeah. That's the he, uh, and you notice he puts on his gloves before he does that. He puts yeah. on his gloves Interesting. so that he gets, can be that. and then he's the driver All right. and then he slaps her across the face and grabs her, grabs her face and goes, you're going to, the next things that you're going to say are going to be the truth or I'm going to hurt you. Is that not a scorpion? Yeah. I guess that's a good point. Yeah. He's, he's brutal. He's a brutal guy, but he doesn't want to be. Ah, Christina so Hendricks is such a, a pleasure to watch in a movie. She's only in this for like not even a true scene. She's in it for I like love her an face. exchange. I can't believe in 2011 we didn't put her in 10 movies. God, how thrilled was she to have to to get to put on a pair of jeans? Dude, <laughs> right? Like 
if you're Christina Hendricks and you had spent to get to your put previous, on a pair of jeans, truly, if you had spent your previous like how long had Mad Men been on at that point? Like six years, probably. Yeah, almost all. Oh of my it. god, just really? like all of yeah. those girdles, just like getting in a getting in a corset and a girdle and a like an old tiny bra. Yeah, and just like being a, like a necklace and like five hours of hair and makeup. And then this one, they're like, okay, so you're going to be in a ponytail and jeans. Um, and one of those like noon, weird so... sweatshirts. Do you remember those yeah. weird sweatshirts you wear like from Target? Like, yes. it's like, oh, yeah. uh, but she's like so gorgeous and like classic well, looking yeah, too. So it was she's... like, yeah, she's Blanche. so cool. Oh my God. I Blanche. love her. They, I had a trivia about uh, Christina Hendricks in this movie. I love this. They on were, paper, Blanche could have been anybody. Well, th- so True. they were casting. Let me find this. Let me just search on this. On page. paper, Blanche could have been anybody. You know what I mean? The name Blanche in a movie yeah, like so, this. Yeah, that's so true. So all of the other not. Um, so we have a really small kind of like credited cast in this. And all of the other like extra roles were played by uh like adult film stars so they were all like wait all of no the, way yeah all the girls oh i didn't know that in the strip club like and all the guys of them and like the crime guys were don't okay i don't know about that oh, okay but well because they have very like intense faces so i was like are those all porn stars yeah that's a great <laughs> question i maybe i don't know, I don't know. but <laughs> originally blanche was supposed to be another porn star oh okay um but but just the director really liked Christina Hendricks, and so he hired her instead. She's great. She did a really good job. I like her a lot. And I can't... Yeah. She had to do a lot. Yeah. She had, like, two scenes, but she had to do a lot with them. So it was a big, like, big moment. Big, not to say that moment. porn stars aren't doing a lot, but, like, it seems like that... Yeah, of, like, sort of mainstream nuanced acting. Yeah. Christina Hendricks was the right person. Yeah. 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 I agree. Um, Her scene not to get too spoilery this is an old movie it's 10 years old again you can spoil <laughs> you can spoil old. this movie Fuck, I, it. Yeah, if yeah. someone is listening to this and hasn't seen drive watch and it wants first, to and then listen yeah you should like, watch it go watch it yeah, but you, you should. should know that by this you point you can rent it we're going to be talking exactly you can, or we you can, i didn't say this we watch this on dvd we plugged I do in have a, the dvd we plugged in a dvd player i bought and we watched it and it, it's uh, you purchased this DVD from Previously a movie viewed. rental store. <gasps> yes! <laughs> and so Let's we go. had to watch trailers in order to get to the DVD menu. Yeah, it, you couldn't skip oh, yeah. them. I love it. I love it. Um, This movie has a lot of um, artful, clever violence. But Christina Hendricks has a death scene in this that is super shockingly violent. Oh, it's wild. I don't even know. How, I... It's got to be filmed partially with like stop motion while they like swap out her head. I, I don't. Oh, and probably some a little bit of CGI thrown in. Too. I like thought I read that there was scary. super brutal. I thought I read there was no CGI in this movie. It might not. There might not be. I don't know I how that, that all that works, but I, it's definitely well, maybe very gory. It gets gory not, at the end, which is kind of funny. Maybe that was just about the driving, because I feel like I re- I also remember reading that there was very little blood on set that like most of the blood was added oh oh okay so like uh, like things were bloody like the jacket and stuff but like all of the like gore the actual gore that we see is not yeah okay good that would make sense to me that's what i Uh, it's an it's an incredible i actually i told one of my friends to watch this 
um, and he doesn't like blood. And but I was thinking about the music and I wasn't thinking about the blood. And I've seen this movie so many times that I somehow every time forget how fucking gory it is. And I watched it today. And then I was like, you also you should not. You should. I know right. I told you to watch this movie, but you really shouldn't because there's a, an incredible amount of blood for how chill and synth wave yeah. it is. Well, and because like when standard gets first like really beat up yeah, by his his like contacts the bad guys it all happens off camera and we just see him like afterwards super bloody mm-hmm. and like can't stand up and like yeah, yeah so it kind of seems like up. that's how we'll get the violence it'll be happening out of frame and then sometimes it is just, very it's much a, it's like front just, and center <laughs> yeah it's it's they they definitely ramp up to that that like it's gonna happen you're gonna get, yeah like get ready for the blood yeah especially because the the opening scene of this is a real classic just sort of like exciting heist scene it's not like gory or anything at all it's just like cool yeah he's playing a uh police radio frequency so he can hear when he's been spotted and he's also playing is it dodgers Yes, the I game. thought it was the Clippers. The but Clip- yeah, L.A. Bas- it's basketball. An, an L.A. game, and you think that it's just like, oh, he's catching with the game, but that's part of his plan of like, yeah. and when he's on is the this TV crowd too. leaving? Yeah, in the hotel when he's talking on the phone to the guy, it's on the TV, and he's like oh. keeping track of the game. Yeah, yeah, so he can arrive when there's like a big crowd in the garage. Mm-hmm. It's so smart in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I read a fact on IMDb that because the trailers suggested that this was going to be a car chase film, like the fast and the furious that a woman sued over it being a dramatic thriller. Could you do that? I don't know. <laughs> did she, I mean, I, she did? According to IMDb, you can. A thing that I know from, from friends and family who have worked in movie theaters, you can get a refund for basically anything because they don't want to hear it. Cause they'll so, just be like, fine, here's your $10. Fine, however much here, money you gave us. Uh-huh. See another back. movie. God. Yeah. God, so, Jesus. <laughs> so to sue is tip. so major. I mean, I That's feel like, like it seems like a lot of time for just like your own disappointment. That seems like a lot of other people's time it, for just yeah, your own disappointment. It also seems right. like an, a large amount of like expense and effort to go through just not seeing it again. Yeah. And also like, this movie does have exciting car chases. So under, sure <laughs> under your spell ends with the scene that Chris brought up earlier yeah, where he's entering the strip club basement dressing room. And it has my favorite eighties music video shot of the whole thing. Oh, where there's like over Ryan Ryan Gosling in profile driving overlaid with Ryan Gosling walking towards us in a stairwell. That's fun. It's very just like a dissolve from like, and it's so intentional about every moment that happens which is also a big music video thing like every when it's like we land on a scene it's very intentional when you when he walks into the hallway there's this huge sparkly wall and this like ostentatious stripper who has this like fur like like fuzz not even fur it's like fuzzy sexy jacket on and she's like got her makeup like she is like glittery and sticky and she's like sitting there like a like stripper on her phone and then they do have they have the tiny scene that Chris said, which is like, "Where's Ugh. Where's Cook over there? I in the dressing room. Where's the dressing room? I over have to there? put that just on our Instagram. It's who did you think she was? Who did I you think thought she was, was a person? Did I, th- I oh. thought she was a person. I asked. I so 
I don't know her name, Jessica something. I asked if it was Megan from Mad Men, and you said, no, it's Lana Del Rey. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, is this Lana Del Rey's first movie? And I knew that it wasn't her, but I was like, this is, but this is Lana Del Rey. It looks so much like Lana Del Rey, and she is giving us the most Lana Del Rey energy of anything yes. in the world. And that was Lana Del Rey time at that moment. It mo- was like, exactly Lana, Lana Del, Del, Del Rey, Rey time. Out. Yeah. Just so, like yes, tired. I had the same thought. I was like, is that Lana Del Rey? <laughs> yeah. It was just like a D glam Lana Del Rey. You smell like just, cigarettes, long nails. Yeah. It's, it's the vibe of someone that cocaine makes sleepy. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. yes yeah. Like yeah. Strip, big stripper energy. Lana Del Rey has. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you get there and then as soon as he because he's playing a part of a person that's why it's like he's like doing dumb words he's like where's the and then she's just like it's over there and then immediately and the hammer fucking comes down from out of nowhere and you're like what's he gonna do like like i was like what's he gonna do in this where is he like what is happening right now and then you just realize that he is going to the dressing room of a strip club to fucking hammer this guy who is in there with all yeah. these naked girls. Uh-huh. I feel better now knowing those are adult film stars because I feel like the consent of their nudity um, being so casual, like I, like that, I like that being guaranteed. Yeah. Instead of just like, not to say real actors, but actors in like mainstream feature films who sometimes are like not told sure. what the scene yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Sure. And I think that's like a really smart, I think that's like a smart, like an artist, an artful move to be like, hey, like you guys are porn stars. Like, let's do it. Let's put you in, like, let's put all of you guys in this movie. Let's make it a whole like thing yeah, as opposed get- to like, oh, you have to be naked during this call. Like, cause, cause like if you're getting like, you're call- doing like a call for like actresses and then you're gonna be like take off your shirt like i agree like it's yeah. like yeah these are these these are sexy porn ladies like yeah let's put them in the stripper part yeah i think it's great casting yeah um you were talking about this looking like a music video earlier before and we were talking about the scene in the garage when he is like working on a car one of the things that you had sent me, and I think we've talked about it on this podcast before, but that seemed like a direct reference to is Bruce Springsteen's I'm on fire. Yeah. When Bruce Springsteen pops out under that car. Yes. And then a mysterious woman uh, is like, like doing this little thing with her nails yeah. on a thing. And it's like, when can I have my car back? And then uh, also with him, Bruce Springsteen also becomes very like focused on that woman, like laser focused on that woman. Yeah, yeah. This, and he's wearing the same shirt. And they he's have the also same, wearing like, a dirty Henley. Henley. Yeah. yeah, greasy hands. And he, they have said, like the same. Like he's like saying, he says like nothing to her. And they also have, yeah, I was gonna video. say they have the same amount of dialogue yeah, okay. in that four yeah. minute video yes. as in this two hour movie. Same amount of words spoken. I'm on fire. Could get like a. Is synthwave and chillwave the same thing? I don't want to misspeak um, with synthwave. So they're similar. They're similar in that they're very. They're uh, they use like it's like computer sounds. Okay. Chillwave is more. <laughs> chillwave is more lo-fi. Uh, chillwave is like very like synthwave has a li- is a little harder in that it's like it can use like pop elements and like mm-hmm. can be like a little bit more upbeat. I would say chillwave is synthwave like synthwave is like the genre and chillwave is within synthwave got it 
I was going to say, do it. A synth wave remix of I'm on fire fits right into this oh movie. Oh my Anywhere God. Anywhere you please. I, I love I, that song. I, I, love I think I'm on fire is, is one of the best songs. Yes. It is. And it is also incredibly short. It is a very, very short, extremely short song. And I wish extremely longer, short and to. extremely horny. It, it is, is a very sexy song. Yeah. And fit would fit right into drive and vice like honestly like interchangeable vibe yeah a song that would not fit in drive that i sent you both because the video themes reminded me of it was father figure oh by yeah george michael <laughs> but Pray. there is like a strip there is like a it's actually funny because when i watched the video there's a the dressing a moment room in a dressing room and it looks the same it and looks the like, same fine huh. Yeah, George Michael is I think a. They fit into each other for me because I have no idea what's happening in the final video. Like it's just I, like also scenes. Strange. It's, it's just like out of order. Part. Yeah. Yeah. Did George Michael invent the like the the sexualification of daddy? Maybe. Um, Maybe. But it's I. Mm, Did I, he invent it? <laughs> I don't know. Getting I into mean, the lyrics of it are so weird. To with be it clear, being like, father figure wasn't written about a woman no 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 but the video is the video is a a does include a woman he has the driving gloves on only he drives an old school like yellow taxi it's definitely a look it's about look though which is part of drive it's very much about the look yeah the design and i think that that like a visual Those tone poem. Yes, yeah. exactly. That, but I, I made the, the note. Music it has, doesn't fit. <laughs> no, not at all. I made the note. It has the classy version of the stripper dressing room. Yes, it does. It's and like it has the jean jacket. It has a jean jacket. The driving gloves. Oh, yeah. Jean jacket, driving gloves. Yeah, driving city. And the first frame of it, the first frames of Father Figure are like Los Angeles skyline. Yeah. Oh. The same deal, same. So it's the same like <laughs> look. It's the same like word word picture. Father figure or picture was, word. Uh, picture. Uh, Father figure was also in um, Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Did not see Atomic Blonde. Did I see Atomic oh, Blonde? That was Charlie Theron. Oh, Carly, you Charlie Theron. I'm sure I would. Yeah. If you haven't seen Atomic Blonde, you should go see it like tonight. It like, is. It's, really? right. Right, it's right, very, right. very good. Right. And it's, a violent it's actually, 80s music video movie. I was going to say. Uh, of, then I have to watch it. Uh, it's <laughs> very, very similar to Drive in terms of its just like visual design. It's amazing. A little it bit more is. like action-y. It's less like introspective, but it is equally I, as okay, confusing. The plot it. makes almost no sense. Oh, I don't need it to. If only. <laughs> I believe after, after we got out of it, I said. I don't know what just happened, but I liked it a lot. Oh, I never understand like espionage at all, but I loved it. I never understand espionage. <laughs> no. Double I, crosses. That's true. I really over don't. My head. I don't. No, yeah. True. There's a part before a fight where to get ready for the fight, she rolls her turtleneck up over her face. Which, first of all, mask pioneer. <laughs> yeah. But it's very cool. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Carly, you sent us... A video by yes. Killer Mike. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of violence. Um, that was a lot. It's called Big Beast, and it basically replays it's... the pawn shop heist gone wrong from this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how, I, I will say the violence in this one, though, is... Gratuitous. It's, it's not art. It's, yeah. It's gratuitous, and it's not artful, and it's also not 
realistically rendered with special no. effects. So no, I yeah. I had I thought it was very fun. Like it's yeah, it's, it's very a- like celebrity deathmatch. Someone is zipped into a duffel bag that isn't big enough to hold a person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like a direct reference to it is. this movie, right? Yeah. When yeah. was this when was this one? Was this like right afterwards or this is was this two thousand twelve. Okay, so, so yeah, right, like right, right, on the, right hot after. on the heels. Yeah. But there's uh, but a this is what is this is Killer Mike T I who else is involved Beat in this the... production? Bun B T I Trouble Bun and L- LP LP produced it. El dash P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Big Mike and L or Big Mike Killer Mike and LP are in Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels, which is like you know. Yeah, Run the Jewels are deal. excellent. Run the yeah. Jewels, yeah, they're a big deal. Um, but yeah, this is th- so Killer Mike is in the role of the. I don't know who he's in the role of. He's he, sort of in the role of Blanche. Like yeah. He's, yeah. Well, he's like, he would be like, he's, he's, he's channeling the driver, but in the, but in like, if we're doing direct reference, he would be like, he would yeah. be kind of, he's he like, it's like if there the is driver, a driver did, yeah, it would be this. like if the driver was, was instead the Blanche. Like if the sure. driver was yeah, yeah, instead, yeah. Because yeah. there is a Blanche or there is a driver in this one who yeah. isn't Killer Mike, who's wearing exactly. a Reagan mask instead yeah, of which is uh, like, that thing, yeah. which is like a thing. Killer yeah, Mike has, they, a, has a track yeah. called Reagan. But um, yeah, they they like run the heist and then there's a lot of like car chase scenes. And then we flash back to see like what happened within the heist. It's a very nice music video. I've never seen it before. Nice is maybe not the right word. It's right. not nice at all, but it's, it's cool. It's like it's a cool rap. Cool song video that's yeah funny. and it's but it's very like story driven and like well produced and it's yeah. not just like it's it's a visual driven in a way that isn't just like it's a whole concept that they yeah. like yeah. definitely were like oh this is what we want to do like it's it definitely was it sounds like killer mike was like this is what i want to do but yeah at one point they are chasing killer mike in a separate car with like a gun uh, they're like he's like riding out the window like pointing yes. a gun at them and then the car like screeches to a halt and then like whatever the version of decapitation is where it's the entire top half of a body <laughs> gets cut off but like then Darth what Maul. we see of it like Darth is Maul. like <laughs> yeah what we see of it though like when they cut back to show us that the the top half of this body has been cut off is like it's like a chewed up wad of gum and oh, then like yeah. one one bone in the middle oh of the whole body, which is not, I don't think how that would look. And I no. don't want to be corrected. Yeah. No. Um, but I appreciated it not being realistic because that made it a lot easier to watch. If you, I think that was part of it too, love, is that like, they didn't want it. They didn't want to make it like it's very super cartoony. Gory. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to make it cartoony and they succeeded in that. It was good. I like that music video a lot. I, I feel like there are indirect references to drive in a lot of weekend videos. Yeah. The weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you, now that you like, as soon as you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. For um, sure. And also in this like latest wave of Miley Cyrus, I feel like there's, if not synth wave, I mean, at 80s least 80s synth, synth music. Synth is like back in a huge way. It's yeah. Right huge, now. Neon. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah. Neon, uh, city, dark city, driving in a dark city at night and it's raining. Like, Fast car, loud yeah. music. Let's get out of this town. Fucking, we're gonna yeah. get out of this town. Um, and so then the wrap up of Drive with our last video is our our closing credits, which basically, it's a reprise of the song, right? It's yeah, of real, a real hero, hero again. Yeah, yeah. And there's a moment too, and I think about I thought about this moment like really intensely because there's a really, really 
uh, intense, iconic scene in Drive where he's coming to Irene um, to be like, do you want to run away with me? Basically, Mm -hmm. like, we can run away together. I have all this money. We can go. Um, And she, like, slaps him. Yeah. Like, how, like, and, like, because that's not going to be the solution. Like, he thinks, like, oh, we can get out of this. But, like, there's not, he's not going to get out of it. And she slaps him. She's like, no. She didn't even say no. She just slaps him. And then he's just like, fuck, like he's like, he like lost the girl. Like he's going to, it's got his criminals are hunting for him. And then the doors open, the elevator doors open. And it's a man who's come to kill him. Right. Who's come to kill him. And he look and he, and like, Irene doesn't know. She walks into the elevator and like, there's the moment is like, he walks into this elevator and he's like, he's going to die either because he's going to lose the girl or because he's going to be killed. Yeah. And he takes that. Mo- I like love how romantic this is, is it instead of like just killing the guy immediately or whatever, he pulls her into the corner of the elevator and the lights dim. And there's, like, yeah. there's like this, like the music swells and he just kisses her. He turns his back on the man who was sent to kill him Yeah, to kiss this woman goodbye because he knows that if he doesn't die in this elevator right now, he'll never get to touch her again because he's going to murder this man in front of her. Right. So he has to kiss her and having that be the only thing that he needs to do right now, even though this man behind him is going to kill him (laughs) is like, like, is this like the most coolest, most romantic thing ever? And he kisses her. And then immediately murders this man inside of this elevator, right Which in front of her like, face, smashes his, his, his head. That was so spooky. Just murders him with stomps, insane. just and with like, feet. And like knows this, like he, the driver like knows he's a monster. And that's the thing is like, he's been trying not to be this monster this whole time. And he has one last chance to be like, to pretend to not be the monster. And then he just goes full monster and like, and like she leaves the elevator and he turns around he's like shaking and sweating his face is covered in blood and he's just like staring at her and the elevator door doors close and his life ends Boop. yeah and then he's the monster he's the scorpion for the rest of the movie i do like when he wears the movie character mask that, he has yeah. like an actor mold like mm-hmm. silicone mold oh, that he pulls he over plays his head. the double yeah 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 we didn't we didn't really talk about that scene but in the beginning when we see that he's like a stunt driver He's wearing like a a mask of whatever actor he's stunt doubling. He's the double, yeah. He's the double for that. And so he's wearing like this like life size or like very lifelike rubber mask uh, that comes back later in the film. Yeah. Uh, when he like needs to hide his face, change kind of. his face. Yeah, yeah, just like be. It a makes him very person. intimidating. It's very creepy. Oh, it's insane looking. Yeah, it's like wild. He like wears it the whole time at the at that when that scene where he kills well he kills uh, Ron Perlman's character Nino yeah he like stalks him and kills him yeah he he's brutal it's brutal in that movie on that note just for a thing that I don't get so Albert Brooks is our like big big bad in this movie Bernie <clears throat> his name's Bernie 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 okay. and there is a it may be our first he scene shaved with his him. eyebrows off oh weird like recently in no like in the movie he has no eyebrows. And Albert Brooks did that himself to make just him like, oh yeah, he does no eyebrows. I love. Oh, that. I, can you it, imagine being the I director? I didn't even notice he didn't have eyebrows. Are you kidding? I got. I just <laughs> watched this movie today. Can you 
you imagine being the director slash like screenwriter of this movie and you have Carrie Mulligan and Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling just refusing to say lines that you wrote because they're like, nope, this scene doesn't have dialogue. And then you have Albert Brooks showing up to set with no eyebrows. Yeah. He's like, I, I I'm not them. in charge. And he's like, hey, everybody, just like. That's probably part of being a director, too, is just, like, going with whatever's happening and being able to channel, like, being able to, like, channel whatever's happening. I mean, it worked out. It worked out great. I love that movie. If I ever got Cranston improv or did, like, ad-libbed or improv, however you want to describe it, it's probably not improv necessarily, but, like ad-libbed most of his dialogue he in did this screen yeah because he was because like as soon as ryan gosling was like we're not gonna talk brian cranston was like oh i'm gonna talk so much i'm only like, gonna i'm talk. only gonna talk that's his character he's though, really good though, at it because he he yeah. never shuts the fuck up and he ruins that's, everything because he never shuts the fuck up it's a great character idea yeah but again if you wrote this movie and everybody is Can just anybody like, please <laughs> <laughs> look over your lines like i yeah get off book what are you doing <laughs> so, That's so i have brought a game for the two of you Ooh, okay and it involves two famous ryan's <laughs> mr ryan gosling 2011's man of of man the of hour everything. just like yeah arriving and ryan burkett 2021's this man of the hour Wow. And so I'm going to read a fact about one of us. And you're going <laughs> to say. I'm not super familiar with. You're going to say, is it Ryan B or is it Ryan G? Okay. Okay. And we're not going to take turns or anything. Just shout out when you know the answer. Some of these are probably easy. Okay. Uh, this first one literally just happened. Nice. Uh, this Ryan is often mistaken for Ryan Reynolds. Both. That's Ryan Gosling. Ryan, Ryan Gosling is G. often mistaken okay, for Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. No offense. This Ryan is always called Brian at Blaze Pizza. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan G. I, I, Ryan I'm G. guessing I, I don't know if Ryan Gosling has ever been to a Blaze Pizza, but I do know for a fact that Ryan Burkett is always referred to as Brian, <laughs> Brian, G. Brian at G. any at any establishment that asks for a name. <laughs> yeah. Starbucks, Blaze Pizza. Thanks, Brian. Whatever you got. Thanks, Brian. This Ryan traveled to the nation of Chad in 20, 2005 to make a documentary on the Darfur refugees living there. I'm going to say Gosling. That yeah, I'm going to say Gosling, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, this Ryan was taken out of elementary school as a child and taught at home by his mother because of constant abuse from other students. If this is Ryan Burkett, I am, is it, is it I'm Ryan going Burkett? to collapse into a puddle. Is this true? This is Ryan Gosling. Oh, oh. I mean, that makes me very sad for him. But if this, me too. I, he was no, a, he was a Mouseketeer. No, it's all it's all true for me too. Except I stayed in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a Mouseketeer, oh, so he was also was like in that oh, boot camp. Sure. Yeah, he had a tutor probably. Yeah, yeah. That's how he got so good at hitting a mark. Uh, once stole a golf cart. Uh-huh. No, Ryan Burkett has never stolen anything and wouldn't know how to drive a golf cart. That is Ryan Gosling. That's Ryan Gosling. You're Damn right. Damn it! Come on! <laughs> do, the, do some risks! Dined and dashed at Pizza Hut. You have never dined and dashed. No, yeah. I was going to say, that's Ryan Gosling. Did you dine and dash at Pizza Hut? That's Ryan Burkett. I <gasps> cannot. I do not believe that. We will have to... Did you go back and we'll get We'll have to money? mute the, the place that I said. Um, 
It is. Do like, you think that? Oh, you think that Pizza Hut's gonna listen to this and then like sue you for you the twelve dollars, twenty five dollars? We've oh given my them God, so much. You more died in Dash at Pizza Hut. <gasps> you it's didn't a, steal a golf cart, but you died in Dash. It's a long story, and I was sort of the. Uh, Did you do it on purpose? I was with a group of people who left me no choice. You were an no accomplice. Choice. You were an accomplice. That sucks. Oh, that, I'm so sorry. That does suck. That explains a lot. Yeah, and I I felt real you guilt don't, for you a don't long have, time. You don't have to claim that because that's not a. You didn't make that choice. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say it wasn't your idea. Uh, this Ryan is obsessed with Disneyland and visits often. That would have to be Ryan Gosling because is if it, that was yeah, you, was with say, this podcast it wouldn't get don't. made. Yeah. Would, would you ever peg Ryan Gosling as being a Disney Disney adult? Absolutely. Well, he was a Musketeer. He was a Musketeer, but you would think you that go. would turn him off. Maybe like so, that yeah. would th- that would be like how I won't go into a Best Buy since I worked there in two thousand four. I he probably thinks it's fun. He seems like he thinks things are fun. You know, in like his defense, it is fun. objectively fun. Yeah, he said that like he any is... place you can get a churro is not a bad time. He true. said he discovers something new every time he's there. Probably Aww, true. that's really cute. That's He's like only... that's like big dad vibe. That's like big like Midwestern dad vibes. Because he only goes for forty five minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this Ryan gained sixty pounds by eating melted ice cream, but was ultimately fired and left, in his words, fat and unemployed. Um, I would say that that is, is Ryan, Ryan Gosling as Ryan Burkett. I would never, would eat, never melted eat melted ice cream. I know. I was gonna say. I was gonna say the te- I know your texture preferences, and melted ice cream is low. I would love to gain sixty pounds just eating ice cream. Ice cream. No, Ryan Gosling was cast in the movie The Lovely Bones to play the dad, and oh. intentionally gained sixty pounds, and then they told him no, and he was just fired. Wow, which is a real bummer. Well, he'll always have. And ice then cream. they hired Mark Wahlberg, who is like, like ripped as shit. And the movie set in like nineteen seventy when nobody was. Wait, why did he? Why, no, did why did he gain we, weight without we... them telling him to? Or did they tell him to and then fire him? Oh, that's worse. I think that they d- they didn't tell him to. He did it as like an actor oh, choice. And, they're like, and then they were like, you're fired. Anytime, oh my you. God. Anytime I read about an actor gaining weight, I get sadder and sadder because they describe eating the foods that are just like the backbones of foods why, I eat. Why like, melted ice cream? Like didn't Bradley Cooper gain a bunch of weight and say he did it by adding like it was something you brown and, to every plate or something? You and McGregor. You and McGregor. Gregor. Had to gain weight for Fargo, and he said at every meal he added something white. Oh, like <laughs> it's like oh, a slice of bread really yep, packs the carbs bread, on for you. A scoop of a scoop of ranch. <laughs> um, a scoop of ranch. Um, so the end of these, uh, I'll just go through this real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan B has broken his nose multiple times, and Ryan G has played someone with a broken nose so much that it's one of his known fors on IMDb. Oh, really? I didn't know that. He's played his. He's had wow. broken noses in Blue Valentine, Only God Forgives, and oh my Blade God. Runner. Only God Forgives is another Nicholas Winding Ruffin. Yeah, that's movie. right. It's way more intense, not as good as Drive. Yeah, but otherwise we're uh, virtually the same. indistinguishable. Yeah, you're like the yeah. same. Yeah, you're like the same. So, Carly, thank you for leading us through this kind of like detour for us, pun intended. This yeah. uh, off, oh, off the beaten path. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let our listeners know because there's a lot of cool places to find you in the world. Let them know where we can see your content, your material, etc. Yes. So I am these days. I'm mainly a Twitch streamer. That's like the biggest thing that I do. I play video games on Twitch. Um, I am C2 on Twitch. So it's twitch.tv slash S E E underscore T W O O C2. 
Cool. Um, I'm live Monday nights, Tuesday and Wednesday days, starting at 11 a.m. And Friday nights, we do community nights on Friday nights. And I play um, the game that I play mainly is Apex Legends, but I play a bunch of different other games on stream as well. But that's my main game. What is the longest period that you've streamed in one sitting? In one sitting, 12 hours. That's amazing. That's so long. Yeah, it was a long time. I like, I think it was like one of my, I used to have a a party every hundred followers. I would throw like a new, like a new whatever milestone party. And it was like my, like, I think that might've been like my 400 follower party or something. And I streamed for like, I ended up, I wasn't supposed to stream for 12 hours, but I was just so excited about everything that I like. I started at like 10 a.m. and like ended at like 10 p.m. I was like, damn, I really went for 12 hours. But that's the I've only done that one time. And that's a good long like 12 hours is a really good long time to stream. Some people do 24. I am against 24 hour streams. I will never do a 24 hour stream. You it's a whole it's and then that's not what other people do is in my business. But for me, I'm like my rule is like I'm never going to eat into any time that I would normally be sleeping. Smart. It's like my stream attitude about I that. Like so that. I'll go like my longest streams these days are like eight or nine hours and I'll, that'll happen every once in a while. Um, but I usually go anywhere from like four to six hours is like my regular time that I stream for. And that seems to work out well for everybody, me included. Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, You're a first uh, a Twitch streamer to be on the pod. Oh, really? I feel, yeah. This I feel like we have a real celebrity, like a Ooh. real like crossover moment. For oh, us. right. So yeah. this is, this is big. I'm a Twitch person. I'm also on TikTok, but I don't really do. I literally followed you I today to on TikTok. It. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I need to do I, more TikToks. I've so just gotten on it. And I, I watched you talk about bullet journals today. Yeah. That's my bullet <laughs> journal one. That was my last one. I have to do more. TikTok's pretty popping. I'm a, I'm also C underscore two C S E E underscore T W O O on TikTok as well. Huh? Great. That's both. And then I'm on like Instagram and stuff. I'm Carly two on Instagram though. C A R L Y T W O. And that, and then I'm C and then I'm on Twitter. C A R L Y T W O O. I really should probably have all the same name. I'm not going to, but I, yeah. you know, well, everybody jot pause Overrated. and jot all these down. Yeah, put them on the yeah, all be, I recommend either, her on all platforms yeah, as a spoiler two or C two is what I, as a spoiler, they're also all in the description of this episode where oh, all no, of yeah, the yeah. links to find all our guests are. So just like find them there, click on them, copy and paste them. I don't know how they work on whatever podcast player you have. Uh, but go follow Carly everywhere you can. And if you don't have a thing to follow her on, sign up for it and then follow her there. Yeah. Um, and while you're at it, like and subscribe on the pod. Yeah, we are accepting. Uh, again, we are we finally are, accepting again reviews of five stars. We have finally only. opened our review process. We're starting with five star <laughs> reviews. Um, so please fill those out if you have a five star review to give us. If you don't, um, save it yep. and your time will come at an unknown date in the future. Yeah, we'll let you know. We'll just Highly let you know accepting. when we're accepting criticism. But for it now, is. we are only accepting compliments. Yeah. I think we did it. We did do it. Yeah. This Thank was you so fun. It was We're super about a movie. Fun. I loved it. We'll I loved it. Amazing. It's funny because watching a movie is actually less minutes spent than we typically spend watching videos. It's a movie so much is easier. weirdly easier. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We should do more of this. Yeah. Have another bottle episode. Do it. Oh, we will. I think we will. Oh, yeah. All right. Excellent. Well, thanks so much, Carly. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. It was so super fun. I'm really excited I got to talk about this. this is one of my favorite movies ever. You guys rock. We are oh, too. Well, thank you. But also at the same time, This world is bullshit. Bye. Bye.